What's up, everybody? This is Albert Chow. Mission Daily. Stephanie's not available to record today, but I have something to get off my chest, and this is a bit of a rant. So if you recall last time I did an episode just by myself, I talked a little bit about personal responsibility and how sad it was to see how many people right now talking about how hard it is to find a job, how hard it is to get work, how they can't make ends meet, that they've been applying for months on end to no avail. And I said, hey, listen, everyone who's working right now should take some personal responsibility and recognize that someday this might happen to them. And so it's probably a good idea and a smart idea. And I strongly encourage everyone to start thinking about how they can somehow create another source of income for themselves in the event that, you know, shit, it's the fan. We're on the eve of potential government shutdown. Our government spends uncontrollably dropping trillies of dollars more than they collect. We borrow like crazy. The interest on our debt service is preposterous. I've seen all different types of numbers of what this amount is, and it's unfathomable. At the same time, something is happening personally to me, but it's probably happening personally to everybody else out there. And I think the insurance industry was what I'm going to rant on today. And what I want to talk about is, number one, how does homeowner's insurance work? Number two, when does homeowner's insurance not work at all for you? Because it's probably doesn't work like you think it does. And how it's kind of might feel like even a scam that can homeowner's insurance actually be a scam? Like I said, sometimes it might feel like it is. And this is just to give you, if you've never experienced this, a little preview. So I'm big into personal responsibility, very big on it. And so I have twice been the victim of someone else's irresponsibility, which has caused massive problems in my life, and it sucks. So when I bought a townhouse, when I bought my most oh, a townhouse last year for the purposes of renting, I noticed when I purchased it that the hot water heater in my unit was from 1999. So that's almost 25 years old, it's 24 years to be exact, or 23 years at that time. And so I told the HOA that, hey, there's a possibility that people here have water heaters from 1999. You might want to put out a blast bulletin out there that says, hey, if you have one from this old, you have to change it um, because it's a risk. Water tanks don't last. Hot water heaters don't last forever. So I replaced mine. Okay. Fast forward about a year, I started noticing water is leaking into my unit. I don't know where it's from. My tenant's telling me, hey, the floors are starting to buckle and warp. We intermittently get water, but it's not tied to the rain. So I do my duty and I call plumbers and we check it out. The leak's not coming from my house. Well, I try to make an insurance claim that says, hey, I need help. And what they told me was they want to do a leak test. And they do a leak test. They do a leak test. There's no water from my pipes. My neighbors both say there's also no water in their units. So this looks like it's exclusively my problem. So what could the possibility be? They said it could be groundwater. If it's groundwater, it's considered flood. So here's something you don't know. If, if, you don't, if you have homeowner's insurance and you are not in a floodplain, you are not required to get flood insurance. If you don't have flood insurance, any water from outside that comes into your house due to excessive rain, flood, storm, it's not covered. Water is the most damaging. Well, fire is probably the most damaging. But water is the second most damaging. Water is going to be a problem. You're, if water gets into your house, 
Everything warps, everything saturates, mold becomes a problem. Water is a serious problem. Fire is more devastating, but water is a serious problem, right? So it's deemed groundwater. And I can't, and I can't, I don't have, I don't have flood insurance because I'm not in a floodplain. And I was told I don't need flood insurance. And not only that, most insurance companies don't offer flood insurance. You have to get it separately. Like it's a separate company that offers it. So you might not know that. So I do that, pull up the ground and, and we notice that there's, it's, they say it's flood water. But here's the thing. It doesn't show up when it rains. So what is it? Like we don't understand what it is. So fast forward this past weekend, my neighbor's water tank officially breaks we see that there's water everywhere, and when they go check it out, they see that their tank is from 1999, and um, there's mold all throughout their utility closet, so it's been leaking all this time. Okay, so now you would think homeowner's insurance will come and help you. Now it's like, okay, now I have a qualifying event. They have a qualifying event. Homeowner's insurance will help you. When I say this is painful, I cannot stress how painful this is. The level of steps that you have to then go to prove that you are A, spending the right amount, B, restoring the unit without trying to like run a scam and so on. So the what's happened is when, for example, when it went, when the water tank burst, I immediately called my insurance company. No answer. Okay. So in, and I go to file a claim right away. They said you should mitigate the water. So they give you, and they don't help you. So they give you lists of people to call. Well, this is on a weekend and it is in a smaller town. No one's able to help me. They finally get someone to help me. So they help me, but it's on the, you, the homeowner. So again, you haven't done anything wrong, but you are the victim to this event. And so right now I'm going through the process of who's in charge, who's got to cover. I've been told that, Hey, and there's no one that like, you would think that if an insurance company, if they were to pay because there's damages to your unit and it's the fault of someone else, you would think that the insurance company would send someone, maybe like a project manager or construction manager that helps helps you put restore the, the unit back in place since they know how much they're going to fund. They don't do that at all. You're left with the hope that you will replace your unit, your house, your townhouse, your apartment, whatever it is. You have to cross your fingers and hope that you spend the right amount that they're going to cover. I'm going to restate that. So let's say in their book that they're going to cover 20 grand, but you can't find anyone to fix it for less than 30. Well, you're on the hook for the extra $10,000. Even though, I mean, this is what's the such a problem. Even though you're not the one who caused the problem. You're the guy who did everything right, who changed the water tank. You're the gal who changed the water tank and you're just happily on your merry way. Someone else breaks their water tank and it goes into your unit and you, in my case, the victim here, are left with picking up all the pieces. And it's a painful process. It's extremely painful. So this is one of those things where no matter what you do, even if you're in the right, you still could get screwed. Oh, I know it's super painful. There's a lot of people probably experiencing this right now, especially in the Northeast with the given amount of water that's happening. And it's also happened to many people down in Florida with hurricanes. Insurance claims aren't even getting paid out on time. They're not paying up to the amount that you thought you were insured for, which I don't really get. If I'm insured for 
$200,000 on my townhouse. Why would you not cut a check up to the amount of $200,000? What is the point of having a limit to insurance if you will not pay up to the limit? It makes zero sense to me. I had this happen to me one, once, a, once earlier in my life with my auto, with my car. In 2017, I'm just driving my car, minding my business. When I, I'm stopped at a red light, okay, traffic's piling up. Boom, I get hit from behind. It's a drunk driver. A drunk driver hits me at 8 a.m. while I was at a red light. So it was a huge ordeal and process just to get the other insurance company to cut a check to my insurance company, which did cut me a check, so I could buy a car. If you had the means, you could fight longer for a bigger amount. What they do is they value your car at the time of the wreck. So my car was a 2010. It was a 2010 automobile. So it was seven to eight years of driving on it. And so they said, this is how much it costs to get another 20, 2010, basically. They, 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 will, they will provide you the amount that it plus the depreciation. So they take the amount minus the depreciation. And basically they say, if you were to go out the door right now and purchase a two, 2010 Subaru Outback with about 150,000 miles on it, this is how much it would cost you. So that's how they, that's how they figured this is how much you were owed. So in a car, it kind of makes sense. There's a lot of, but here was the, here was the pain point. If you were, if you didn't have enough money, you would not be able to go get a car because the insurance company doesn't pay you immediately. You'd have to just wait it out, I guess. You'd be without a vehicle. You, ju- you would just have no vehicle just f- until you could get one, until they paid, which is kind of crazy to think about. The next thing is once they do pay out, you still have to buy your car. You have to go find the car. If you can't find a car at that price, because what they do is they look at like the blue book. And so that's nice. Then you go looking for the car and guess what? There's not one available. But at least there's a way to turnkey purchase that. Where I'm really upset right now in the world of homeowner's insurance is that they don't account for the labor rate in your area and the availability. Literally water mitigation, let's go back to the top. Water mitigation is one of the most Damaging things that can happen to your house. If you have water soaking your house, (coughs) it's such a problem. It's insane. You call up a 24-7 service like ServPro, and they might even tell you, like I was told, hey, we can't do anything for three weeks. It's like, what the hell, dude? Am I supposed to just live in my wet house for three weeks while mold starts growing? That's crazy. So you're left scrambling and trying to get local operators to come and help you. Again, you, the homeowner, are in charge of this, even though you didn't cause the problem. So you're just left trying to find and scramble this thing. And you're just going to cross your fingers and hope that you'll get fully reimbursed for that. Because when you get quote, a lot of times insurance companies, they want to replace what they call the cash value of your home or the cash value of the things that were damaged. So let's say you have, like wood floors. Wood floors might be 3 to $4 a square foot. So they say, oh, you lost 400 square feet. That's 1600 bucks. It's like, bro, it's way more than that because you have to pay a contractor to install it. And if based on where you are and how much damage has been going on around you, that's going to cost a ton. 
And they can say all they want. Well, we think a contractor should charge $50 an hour. What if they're not? What if they're not charging $50 an hour because there's a lot of people that are currently need general contractors? You're just going to have to be stuck paying the difference as the homeowner. So I'm going through that right now, and I don't mean to make it too personal about me, but I also know this is happening all across the state of Florida. It's happening across the state of California. It's happening in the Northeast right now. And that is there are enough natural disasters now that or unprecedented natural events, whatever you want to call them, climate change events, it doesn't matter. These are It's actually happening. Property damage is getting worse and worse and worse. And this is where we need financial and technological disruption. The insurance industry is going to collapse, in my opinion. I don't see how it works. I, I, I cannot see a world in which insurance is going to be a viable business option unless they raise the rates on you and I so high <coughs> that things can be covered. I think, and I was thinking about this, is there a world where property insurance, let's go with automotive and personal property, houses, is there a world, are we better off if insurance companies said, no, we won't insure anything? Deal with it. Buy what you can afford to lose. Would we be better off? I don't know if that's the case or not, but it really feels like there should only be protection against negligence and that should pay out immediately and then everything else should be personal responsibility. Anyway, when you purchase an insurance policy or your bank makes you buy an insurance policy, you want to feel as though like, hey, if I do all the right things, I am protected. I won't ever lose. But it's just not like that. If someone else does something wrong, man, it, all of the work, the labor, the organization, and possibly the cash is going to fall on you. So what if insurance pays a portion of it? It shouldn't have happened to begin with. And it's a serious pain. Give me your thoughts. Tell me how you think the insurance industry should be adjusted. Do you think it's a scam? It, I don't think it's a scam. I think it's a business model that doesn't work anymore. And it needs to be changed. Tell me what you think. Info at mission.org. Hope to see from you soon. How am I dealing with it? And I'm just sucking it up and crying. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's all I can do. Take it easy. Till next time.